G'day everybody, time to put your headphones on for another Step Outside podcast. This time we're jumping back over to the Pacific, the Pacific Isles of Hawaii to be exact, talking to tour guide Jennifer Nebrega. She's a wealth of knowledge, sit back and enjoy this week's Step Outside podcast. A big warm aloha to everybody out there. If you're pumping the iron, maybe you're on a commuting train to work, or maybe you're just driving around and you want to sit back and listen to another podcast. Welcome to Step Outside as we come to you from the beautiful Isle of Big Island here on Hawaii. And I'm joined tonight by a fantastic lady who has helped us over many years, pondering the trips of where we're going to head to. And of course, I'm talking about Jennifer Nebrega. Hello, Jen. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Great. I've got to talk to you about something because... Your man of the moment, of course, we are talking about the famous Sean Rotella. He has helped us onto some massive fish, and we are a fishing outdoor show. So I am going to bring him in on the spiel on this as well because, you know, he's, he's brought us some, some fantastic catches, night runner charters, by the way. But, Jen, on your side of the bill, you tend to look after people who are coming to Hawaii and give them an experience that they've never had before because yes. a lot of people get lost yes. when they come to Hawaii. Hawaii yes. to people thinks palm trees, pina coladas, yes. uh, I guess, you know, big fish. Yes. But at the same time, it also is escapism for a lot of people. Tell me what you do. How do you bring the enjoyment to people back home wanting to come to Hawaii and how do they get in contact with you to start with? Um, I create a vacation of a lifetime for them. So um, with a little bit of information of what they want to see and do, um, I am an island expert. Uh, I've been here for 32 years. Um, it's a very, very large island. So a lot of people don't know where to start. So when they contact me, I just give them site, um, some ideas and then I go ahead and book their activities and pretty much plan their entire vacation from day one until they're actually leaving the island. Wow. Yeah. How do people get in contact with you? They say, hey, I want to get in contact with this lady. Um, through my email. I can leave you an email. Um, they can contact me. Um, I always say at least six weeks prior to their vacation so yep. we can start planning. Right. Um, it can be even up to two months prior. Um, then we can get some good ideas of what they want to do. Um, we are extremely busy, especially over the holidays. Yeah. So things do book up. So if they want to do something, it's better to put it yep. in early. Tell me your email address now so people can write it down. We're going to keep flicking this out over the next 15, 20 minutes. Um, girlsurf2 at yahoo.com. There you go. Girls yeah. surf to at yahoo.com. Now, we can hear the rumble of the surf behind us and splashing up. It's getting yes, pretty pretty right gnarly at the back there at the moment. But um, tell me about the different age groups because if we're talking about you know families, maybe one to two kids, uh, uh-huh. I guess that's the, the average these days, is that they're coming over here. What's family-orientated? Woo! That got <laughs> wet up the back, everyone. That was a whale back wet there. Up, that, that, was, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Just breach. Man, in, in Australia, we call that a, a 10-footer over here. I don't know. It was about two foot. Uh. It's big. Um, tell me, what, what is it about you know, like the families? What can they get out there and enjoy? Um, what, families, what, how would you do it? How families would you do it? absolutely love it here. So obviously, I ask a few questions. Yeah. How old? Um, you know, if they've ever been to the island before. Um, mm. Kids absolutely love it here. Um, there's so much to do here. Um, the diversity on this island is, is truly amazing. Yeah. So I always tell people you need a month to see the whole island. But if they're only here for a week, um, I make sure they can utilize all their times. So they get to see everything. Um, but I just ask a few questions and you know find out what their interests are. Um, you know, if they like the water, if they're more into hiking, ziplining. You know. Know, ATVing, you know, what they have in mind to do and then kind of start from there. And I give them a lot of really good ideas. Everything so. seems to be 
like it, it's land and water base here, obviously, but everything's so and it, air. It, 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 it's 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 and air. Yeah, and air. How do you mean air? Tell me about the air. So the best way to see the island is actually by air. Okay. So eighty five percent of the island is undeveloped. Um, there's only a road going around the outer perimeters of the island. So yeah. you can drive around over and over again. You're going to miss eighty five percent of the island. So wow. taking a helicopter around the island, which takes around two hours, you're going to see things bird eye view that you would never see any other way. Valleys, waterfalls, uh, two thousand foot waterfalls. Two thousand, wow, just that's, amazing that's lava. Huge. There's a lot to see. So I know back in 2019, I think it was when the lava came through. Uh, obviously, you know um, that that created a, a, a massive influx of people wanting to come and see it. Yes. Um, there's still a lot of steam vents around, so it still is very active to to today. Yes. Um, the lava at the moment is kaput, but it changes all the time. Absolutely. So a year ago, there was 24 fissures. Um, two of them were shooting up um, 150 feet of lava into the air. Wow. Um, yeah, it was just a war zone. Yeah. Um, so the helicopters were just sold out for months. Um, it only lasted three months. Yep. Um, the lava's been flowing for 30 years, so it's yeah. in and out. Um, right now, Pele is, you know, taking a little nap. Yep. Uh, but she did a lot of destruction. Yeah. So she did create um, 800 new acres of land. Um, the newest black sand beach in the world um, is located on the island. Yeah, wow. So there's a lot of stuff to see. It's, it's really neat. So people can get out there, and there's also green sand We have as green well? sand here, and we have yeah. black sand here. So okay. the only place on the islands that has green sand is here on the big island. You know, one thing that I, I find fascinating with my family is every time we come here, which is quite regularly, um, we, we, we go for that drive, and we think, oh, the volcano is not far from Waikoloa or Kona or anything like that. But it is a fairly big drive. You really have to plan in advance. It and, is. And this it's is a what two-hour drive. Mm. Tell me about Captain Cook, because in Australia, he played a major part in our yes. colonization um, of the we country. Have, well, that's just Captain Cook. Kelly Kakua Bay is famous for multiple reasons. Um, one of them, it's the first place Captain Cook showed up. It's also where he died. Um, depending on How who did he die, do you tell know? you the story. Okay. Well, on the Hawaiians, it's really different. Like Our history book tells a completely different story, probably than your history. And then the Hawaiians have Our their history. Our history was that he got drunk on rum and just fell asleep. Is that not right? Um, I heard he came back and forth oh. um, the last time he came in. Um, oh. The Hawaiians okay. didn't have a lot to offer him. I think that's how he found New Zealand. Sorry. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> he just the got misguided. He was a bad skipper. Yeah, keep um, but yeah, there's there's different stories. Um, we do have a really neat dinner cruise um, that actually it is a historical sunset dinner cruise. And yeah. there's a historian on site who is normally a Hawaiian. Yeah, cool. And they actually tell you the history of the nine sacred sites, which is kind of the boat ride down. A lot of history took place on, you know, that um, that coastline, the Kona mm. Coast. Um, and then they take you to the bay in the evening, and there's no other boat there. And they spend around an hour there. They pull right up to Captain Cook's monument. Um, they also tell you the story of Captain Cook. Right. So I always say, depending on who's telling the story, the ending is always different. So Fair it's very enough. neat to hear a Hawaiian. Um, they're very passionate about, yeah. you know, what happened, what took place. and So it could be a sad ending? Um, for Captain, Captain Cook. Cook. It was. <laughs> absolutely. There's no happy ending here, everyone. But I'll tell you what, look, the main thing is, I guess, when it comes to, you know, the, the history of Australia and Hawaii, yep. it, it's pretty tight-knit when we talk about that, isn't it? Because, you know, he was the founder of our of our country uh, on the uh, on the East Coast. And and also what we do read in school is is what he has done and what he's delivered, but also knowing that he died here in, in Hawaii. That's a fairly big thing for us at the same time. But you guys showcase all of that as well in a, in a very positive light, which is fantastic. We've yes. been to see the monument, and you feel so connected, which is yes. pretty cool. 
That's it is really cool neat. Thing. And also, right underneath his monument is the best snorkeling spot on all the Hawaiian Islands. Now, what is that called? Um, Kelly Kakua Bay. Right. And is um, that where Two Step is? Um, two Steps down a little. So okay. Kelly Kakua Bay is the best snorkeling spot. Um, yep. It's boat accessible only. Right. So you okay. have to take a boat to get there. Okay. So there's a few different options on that. Big boat, little boat. Um, it's an amazing place. Um, it's also where um, I'm sure you're familiar with Finding Nemo. Um, Australian, you know, based on Australia, um, the Pixar artist actually flew in, dove down to the bay, and that's where they found Nemo's home. That's where they sketched out Wow, where Nemo lives. So pretty amazing. So we that, always tell that story. Um, mm. You know, and Australians come, they're very excited about that because yeah. a lot everybody's seen the movie. So that's pretty neat. Um, but it is an amazing snorkeling spot. Um, down from that spot is Honau now, which is two-step. That's right. the second best snorkeling spot. That's like an outer coral garden, um, a lot of color. It's very vibrant. There's turtles in there, dolphins in there. Yep. Um, there is a amazing company that actually takes you to three spots down that coastline. Okay. So you can see it all. Um, a lot of the spots are inaccessible. So you right. really need um, two-step you can go on your own. Um, it's very hard to get in and out of the water. Yep. Um, they okay. got the name two-step because you're jumping off a slab of two steps. Right. Slab okay. Hot, it's black rock, it's slippery when wet. Um, yep. You never touch the bottom when you get in. Right. So that eliminates a lot of people. You have to okay. be extra careful getting in and out of the water. Um, but the tours that take you out there, you're actually going to the outer coral garden. Yep. Um, so you're, you know, going off the back of the boat. Yep. And just climbing up the ladder when you're done. So Tell, tell me, um, sea urchins is a fairly big thing. Um, I, I've been stung by sea urchins and they hurt uh, when you're snorkeling. So you've got to be careful of not to touch the, the, the life here, so to speak, but respect it. And it's the same with the turtles because yeah. I know with Hawaiian turtles, is a, you don't touch them. They are super friendly. They love to come up and sort of yes. say hello. Um, so I guess it's one of those things that you have to respect the local fauna and fauna, flora as well. Yes. Um, most when, when you go any on any um, snorkeling trip or just pretty much talk to anybody mm. um, local, any, they're going to educate you to not ever stand on the reef. It is living. Yeah. Um, so, you know, be extra careful with that. Um, and as far as the turtles go, it is against the law to pet them. Right. Okay. Um, $2,500 yep. fine. Wow. So we always and say And they no, enforce it, I would imagine, um, too, you know, I don't know anybody that's ever, well, maybe one person that rode a turtle that got busted for it. Um, yep. But there's no riding or no touching. I don't know how well they enforce it, um, but it would definitely be frowned upon if somebody sure. was um, And I'd imagine that the, the locals as well would be up in arms as well because it's their, it's their backyard. Yes. To, against the tourists. But aspect. we have a lot of, they used to be on the endangered species list. They are yep. no longer endangered, but they are yeah. protected. There's a lot here. And yes. it's just such a beautiful sight. And yeah. you also do whale watching as well coming up because our winter in Australia, which is obviously the middle of the year, June, July, yes. August, so we see a lot of whales. But you have them around Christmas time. Um, they're just starting to arrive. Um, they get here on the 15th. They're a little late this year. Right. Um, they do come to Kona to give birth, which wow. is pretty amazing. So they hang out here for a little while. Um, they have their babies here. They travel up to Maui, another place where they like to hang out. I always say they go to the north tip of the island. Um, they have their you know babies on the island. Yep. They cross over to Maui, have a cocktail, and then they move back to Alaska. Wow. Kind of the route okay. that they go. Yeah, that's a um, but big, we're get, they're coming a big swim. in. Yes. Um, I just saw my first whales last Thursday. So oh, I cool. saw six of them. Yeah, nice. So they're starting to come in. So whale watching is very popular here this time of year. Yep. Um, and when, I, when someone does contact me, when I find out um, what time they come, then yep. I let them know, you know, what the season is. Um, one other thing that is um, all year long is the mantas. Have you okay. heard about the... I have heard about the manta rays. So yeah, it sort of freaks me out a bit because I know, you know, I guess like Sean is, you know, what's in the water. It's you know, not what we, you we've seen. Yeah, but we've seen. I've seen. I've, I've <laughs> caught fish, and I, and, I, and, and you know, two seconds later, there's just a head, and the other eight hundred pounds gone. You know, um, they are not to be um, confused with the 
Yes. Stingray. No. So they have no barbs. They right. have no teeth. Okay. I've never eaten anybody. Okay. Um, they're gentle giants. Um, yep. They do weigh up to a ton. Wow. Um, can't harm you in any way. Okay. Um, it, this only works here on the Big Island. This is the only place in the world you actually swim with them at night. Wow. You have to do it. Yep. It's a must-do um, cool. with your kids, with your whole family. They'll absolutely love it. Yep. Um, takes place after the sun sets. Yep. A lot of people are very iffy about getting in the water at night. Um, so what happens is you take a boat out depending on there's different options. Um, there's also an option for someone that doesn't want to get in the water. Um, you hold on to a big um, light raft yep. with lights yeah. on it. So in the daytime, um, the plankton is attracted to the sun, so it's everywhere in the ocean. Right. Um, mantas eat around 20 hours a day. Wow. Okay. Um, in the evening time, um, they, there's no lights, so there's no plankton. So what we do is we create that light for them. Right. And you go in, and you're basically holding onto this board, which is kind of like a surfboard with yeah. pipe around it. Yep. The lights are shining down. It's like day. The plankton comes in under it, and then the mantas come in. And it's an eating frenzy for wow. them. So they put on an amazing show. It's kind of like underwater ballet. They're graceful creatures. And um, they big. go in and out. They get wow. very close to you. Yeah, they eat 20 hours a day, so they're always wow. hungry. Yep. It's an amazing show. Um, if people don't feel comfortable about getting in the water, um, we do have one company that's an actual Hawaiian canoe. Yep. Um, and you can actually stay in the canoe. Um, the guides are in the middle. And there's lights on the canoe. So yeah, you basically okay. look over and the mantas come up that's underneath cool. you. And if you want, you can get in the water. So it's yep. good for maybe um, a person that doesn't want to get their hair wet. Sure. Still enjoy the show. And is that out of Kona? Um, that is in Kona. And it only works in Kona. Um, yep. They spend their entire life around going four miles up the coastline. They never leave. Wow. It's pretty amazing. And they get up to a ton. Um, the biggest one they've ever seen has around an 18-foot wingspan. Wow. That's And they named her Big, Big Bertha. Okay. And if you go out and you see a new manta yep. that, that they've never seen before, you actually get to name it. Yeah, okay, cool. So you can come wow. back years to come, yeah. and that mantle will still be there still because be the they same. live around 150 years. Wow, that's a, that's longevity in itself, isn't Pretty it? Pretty amazing 150 creatures. years. Tell me about the um, the volcano itself. I mean, going up there, we've seen a lot of flora, a lot of fauna. Yeah. The neem birds. That's something a lot of people, because we see a lot of bird watchers coming around the world. They, they come to, to, to take photos, etc. The neem birds is a, 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 is a Hawaiian bird. Um, is there anything there for people who are into that sort of side of things who want to take um, photographs? Bird watching. Bird watching um, we yeah. do get a few bird watchers that come through. Um, we actually have a company that offers a bird watching tour. They go to two different places. So they yep. go to um, a wet forest and a dry forest, depending on what you want to see. Yep. Um, we also have a zoo on the other side of the island oh, that okay. only has birds. Wow. Is that so, at Hilo? Um, it's in between Volcano and Hilo. Okay. Um, very interesting zoo. Um, but, yeah, it only has birds. They did wow. have a lion, um, but she's okay. no longer with them. <laughs> right, okay. Fair <laughs> but enough. But, yeah, so it would be great for any um, yeah. bird watchers or anything like that. But we have some amazing birds here. So Cool. Yeah. Hiking. That's something that a lot of Hawaiians do and a lot of people come here. The hiking trails are, are extensive. Yeah. Why is that so? Is it just so you can really get out there? Like you say before, the vol- you know, having a helicopter, you get the bird's eye view of looking down. Yeah. I guess the hiking takes you away from the bitumen trail yeah. and you get into more natural trails yes um and running the old king's trails that's a is that something that people can do as well um we do have a king's trail that goes around the entire island um no i have not walked it <laughs> it's, it's a long, long way it's um, a long way to amazing. drive it actually goes yeah. in and out of valleys up yeah, and wow. down it's pretty neat um, but you can walk from the harbor where you yep. fish yes um the king's trail starts there and you can just walk as far as you can walk wow. um, some of the trails not um it hasn't been restored but it's still there but it yep. does go around the entire island pretty amazing um, as far as hiking goes, there's lots of places to hike. Um, we have guided hiking tours if yep. anybody wants to go with a guide. 
Um, you know, people do get lost. So we always say yeah. if you are going on a trail, make sure you try to stick with a loop. Um, but we have a lot of different uh, waterfall hikes, um, just depending on where you want to go, um, volcano hikes. Um, a lot of the companies are now taking you on to private property with all the damage that happened yeah. um, with the lava. So that's yeah. kind of neat. Um, there's lots of places to go hiking. Okay. Tell me your website and, of course, well, your email address so people can get in contact with you. Um, contact me through my girlsurf2 at yahoo.com, and then I will send you information on all the activities. Waipo, is it Waipo? Waipo Valley? Waipo. Waipo Valley. Yes. So that's in a valley that has a lot of extremism to it. Yes. So we're talking about four wheel driving, some very steep four wheel drive paths up there very if you're going steep, to high, yes. hire a car. And also big waterfalls. It's a beautiful spot. Is that, that's a must do? Um, it is. A lot of people, unfortunately, uh, miss it. Wow. They, they don't know. Well, it's very hard to access it. Yeah. Um, it's a very, very steep road. I don't recommend. I would. I don't recommend somebody walking down it. No. I think you'd make it down. It's very hard to walk up. Um, yeah, it's okay. very dangerous um, when, you know, people are trying to come up and down the road. It's yeah. really, really tight. Yeah. Um, and there's always, you know, an incident. Um, I always recommend um, to take a tour down there. Um, yep. The local guys will drive you down. There's there's multiple tours. There's ATVs. There's horseback riding in back of the valley. Yeah, cool. Um, unfortunately, the waterfall is on private property. Right. Okay. So, yeah, it's definitely, it's a very sacred place. Um, yep. That's the Valley of Kings. A lot of stuff took place down there. A lot of battle. Um, you know, the entire beach is considered a grave a grave site. So a lot of people wow. died there. Um, it's an amazing place. It survived two tsunamis. Um, the people did not. Um, I always say when you go down there, it's like stepping back in time 100 years. It's like old Hawaii. Um, wow. There's no electricity. The people live down there off generators. They never leave. They farm down there. It's just truly amazing. Um, the horseback company down there, um, I actually got to go uh, meet the owner. He was the one who took us on the tour, yeah. meet his entire family. Um, they stay down there, and he goes back and forth. Um, he's fifth generation down there. Wow. Um, he told us stories. It just gave me, like, chills to hear. Just amazing to meet someone down there that's, you know, lived wow. down there. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just a beautiful, beautiful place. But I definitely recommend at least going to the lookout point to see the Black Sand Beach yep. um, and learn the history of it. Because a lot of people don't know, you know, what happened there. And mm. a lot of history took place down there. South Point, the most southern point of the United States. Yes. I mean, it's... <laughs> uh, it's yeah, we are. Um, so South Point, it, it's, a, it's an iconic spot. Yes. Locals love fishing off there. They, yes. they do some pretty cool um, black big like black garbage bag fishing and, and yes. kite fishing and all that sort of stuff and and people can jump off there is that is, they're, they're, i've seen tours go down there is that right there's a fairly um long i way don't to go recommend through. that i always no? make people promise me they're not going to jump off the Fair cliff um, because the people that jump off those cliffs they're born and raised down there um it's a dangling ladder to get back up if yeah. you can't grab the ladder and pull yourself up you're stuck yeah, right. Wow. Um, the only other way to get back is to swim through a blowhole, yeah. which is terrifying to a lot of people. Um, I tell people to go down there and watch. Um, it, it's dangerous. Yeah. Um, definitely don't recommend it. I always tell people, <laughs> if you're going to go down there, promise me you're not going to jump off the cliff unless you're a professional cliff diver. Yep. And I'd be like, by all means. Yep. Um, it's 50 feet high, yep. um, and there's a dangling ladder that doesn't always touch the water. So yeah. if the tide's low, you have to jump up yeah, wow. and climb up this dangling ladder. Okay. It's terrifying so- to watch. Um, to the left of that is the Green Sand Beach. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that is um, heavy duty four wheel drive only. Um, there's also guys down there that'll drive you in for twenty bucks, worth every penny. Yep. Okay. Um, people come back and they say, I had some ladies go in that were in their eighties, um, group of seven. 
um, you know, paid the 20 bucks to go in, and they said the guys had them laughing, and they just had a great time. So they take you in. It's three miles in one direction, three miles in, three miles out. Uh, beautiful green sand at the end. Um, if the sun's not out, you're not going to see the experience. Sure. Um, so basically what happened um, back in the day, the lava was hitting the ocean, and normally um, when that happens, it shoots out black sand. Right. Um, somehow the chemicals were all mixed up, and it okay. shot out green emeralds. Wow. It looks like green emeralds, so it's absolutely beautiful. You can only see the full effect when the sun's out. Okay. Um, right. I say people ask, do I want to hike there? Um, I say it would be equivalent to walking in the Sahara Desert, even though I've never walked in the Sahara <laughs> Desert. It's very sandy. It's yep. hot. Um, it's windy. Not for everybody. Okay. So I always say if you really want to go down, get the ride in. Worth every penny. You've got so much knowledge on the island. Like you said, you've been here yes. for 32 years now. Yes. So, you know, it's a, fair, it's a fair lot of time. So obviously when you do come here, a lot of tourists don't come here for a month. I know you say, you know, come here for a month. You need at least a month to see the yeah. island. But having everything sort of pushed into that week or, or 10 days or so, you are the help. You are the guide to make that happen. Yep. I can day for day, um, you know, you really got to utilize your time here. Um, yeah. If you were to drive around the island all in one day, it would take you around seven and a half hours. Yeah, I've done that. So you that. can't just drive to Hilo. If you miss a waterfall, you can't just drive back there. No. You're going to lose a whole day. Yeah. So I make sure when people go out, you know, when they go down to Volcano National Park, they're going to the coffee farm. They're stopping at Two Step. Yeah. They're going to uh, South Point. They're going to the Black Sand Beach. They're stopping at the bakery. And then they're going to the park. Um, you know, I've done it a lot. Um, I know where to go, what to see, you know, just so just making sure people utilize their time so they can get the zip line in so they can do that all in one day and maybe do a helicopter in the same day um, where they're not driving back and forth two and a half hours. It's a lot of driving. It is a lot. And, and you yeah. know, we've been coming here now for 10 years and a lot of times and, and we still see things that are new every, every time, every time. So it's experience that you can't buy, but in fact you can. People can buy because what they want to do is they want to get in contact with you. And next time they come to Hawaii, because Hawaiian Airlines, it is the most economical way of flying out of uh, Australia, Brisbane and Sydney. Uh, you're allowed at home two by 32 kilos of luggage per person. Wow. Okay, which is a lot. So if you're taking a family for it's a quarter of a ton you can come back with. Uh, a lot of gear, a lot of clothing, ladies. But at the same time, you're going to experience something with your family that you'll never, ever experience before when you hook up with yourself. So I've got to say thank you very much for that, Jennifer. Now tell me again, I know we've been through your contact details, but everyone wants to listen. They want to write them down. Give them to us again. Girlsurf2 at yahoo.com. Girlsurf2. Uh, my name's Jennifer. Yep. Girlsurf2 at yahoo.com. There you go. Something you definitely want to do, everyone, when you're coming to Hawaii, book a trip, hook up with Jen, hook up with Sean and go for a fish. And I'll tell you what, you will not be disappointed. And from the beautiful, beautiful foregrounds here, of course, of the Hilton Waikoloa, it's a big good night. Well, that's it for this week's Step Outside podcast. And when international travel resumes, make sure you look up Jennifer Nebraga on the Big Island. Mahalo. See you next week.